everyone, and welcome back to The Rewatchment, where we discuss pop culture, TV, comics, and more specifically, where we don't review movies, we re-review them, except for today. I am TCD Witz, with me across the table this week is, back again to the cast, Steve! Hey-o. How you doing, Steve? I'm, I'm good. Alright, welcome, welcome back to the show. This week, we are not re-reviewing a film. Uh, this week we are going to discuss Comic Con, San Diego Comic Con 2017. That happened, huh? That just happened last weekend. Oh, huh. uh, like any Comic Con, the the weekend is littered with news and trailers and trailers. Yeah, and just the entertainment industry takes a dump. Uh, you were actually Southern there, California. right? And yes, Can- so. Candace and I went. We we had our professional five day passes. I watched from the sidelines. <laughs> uh, I will admit that it wasn't. It's fun this year, but we'll get to that. How are you, sir? I'm good. I'm good, you know, hanging in there. Yeah. When, you know? when was the last time you were on? Uh, equilibrium. Equilibrium. Yes, that's right. Equilibrium. Equilibrium, which was just a few episodes ago. <laughs> so welcome back. Uh, for those new who have wandered over here from my other podcast, thank you for joining us on this week. Uh, sorry, we won't be reviewing something, but maybe you haven't uh, heard much about San Diego Comic-Con or just want to hear what we have to say about mm. it. But we're going to go through some of the big hits from the from the convention. We'll probably miss something you want to hear us talk about, but uh, there's at least five major things we can discuss yes. that came out of Comic-Con. Uh, but and I think I've seen everything we're supposed to talk about. Good. <laughs> Actually, there's something on the list that we're going to talk about that I didn't watch. There might be something that you could talk about, and I can't because I wasn't in Hall H. That's true. So, uh, well, we will we'll we'll talk about some highlights. But before we do that, what is what have you seen recently? What have you checked out? Let's go down the list. <laughs> You've been catching so, up on your. Films, I've yeah. been catching up like crazy. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I did not get to see Guardians of the Galaxy. You didn't see Volume Two. I did not see Volume okay. Two. It came out in the middle of like midterms. It's just ah. hectic quarter. But well, I hope you get to it. I I. I damn sure will. <laughs> but uh, I started off with my movie binge with Baby Driver, I think. Was uh, the, yes. The yeah. beginning of it all, and I loved it. Baby Driver. I Baby loved Wright's it. new movie. Uh, ben and I, we didn't discuss it on the cast, but we both quite, quite a, loved it quite a I, bit. So, yeah. I really liked it. I wish there was more driving and heist <laughs> stuff. There was a lot of baby. There was a lot of baby. It was it's the best musical of the year so far. Yeah. Uh, well that was and when I walked out of it the first thing I wanted to do was text you and tell you like remember when we were talking about like the new musical I think this is it. <laughs> this is the this this is the modern musical everyone's Not been waiting for. Not that glee crap you got me stuck on for a while there. Those were dark days. I, I just had a conversation with someone about La La Land and they asked me what I thought of it and I said it was and I didn't think of my response beforehand. I just responded with, oh, it's a really good song and dance movie. And he said, uh, oh, uh, that's a really good response because it's not really a true musical. It is more of a song and dance film. And I didn't think of it as I said it. It's just how I answered the question. But, yeah, La La Land is a song and dance film much like Bob Hope and Bing Crosby used to do with their road movies, or for a more modern reference, whenever Stewie and Brian go on the road on Family Guy. <laughs> Those aren't musicals. They are song and dance yeah. stories. I really like La La Land. Oh, Just yeah, yeah. Putting yeah. it out there, I'm not a musical guy, and I really enjoy that. When it started, I rolled my eyes. Oh, I was like, they're dancing on oh, cars. Oh, here we go. <laughs> what did I sign up for? And then it was like, oh, this yeah. is totally the guy that did Whiplash. Yes. <laughs> 
Whiplash is the superior film. Oh, uh, but uh, Baby fuck Driver yes. is is a musical as well. It's it's a musical. It's so good. The, I I loved that. I, I I really really enjoyed it. And I I guess now they're talking about a sequel. Nah, uh, no sequel. No no no. I, mean, I I I will say no to that. If, if Edgar Wright not, really wants to do it, I like, guess. But I don't want to see. Uh, he has not let me down. True, but he I would much yet, rather see him continue to make original things yeah. than sequel thigh because he was gonna make Shaun of the dead 2 mm-hmm. and they decided to go with hot fuzz which was the smarter move they my a, preferred film actually they, of they had the a title trilogy. for Shaun of the dead 2 it was oh man i can't remember what it was it was a a pun on of course <laughs> the zombie movie but okay so a baby driver baby uh, driver uh um, war of the planet of the apes planet of the apes wow that movie uh, the way I've explained it to people, I, t- I break it to video game terms, mm-hmm. right? I say it's more Last of Us than Call of Duty. Okay. Because the trailer is super, like, bombastic, like, oh, we're going to see some apes fight some humans. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then the movie is not that. It's very it's like tension a, and build So much and tension build and, and, build, and build, yeah. feelings, man. I, I, I'm not going to ruin anything on this podcast, but <laughs> I had so many feels at the beginning of that film. It was very, it, it had that kind of road trip, like not road trip, but uh, road trip sound fun. Um, <laughs> that that like Odyssey kind of. It's epic. It's, it's epic. It was just that road Caesar was going down. That's why I keep I, I mentioned the Last of Us, right? Because it's not like this happy-go-lucky like road trip. They're, no, no, they're it's... going across the country and it's like brutal and violent and you know fucked up. And yeah, that's kind of what this was. And I I love that even the villain they find a way to humanize him in some ways. And but they've they've done what so few people before them have done. And that in a trilogy of films, each one is better than the one before. Oh, yeah. Which is not an easy task. In fact, nearly impossible. I, it's, it's just so good. I, I've had a hard time explaining my feelings about that movie. I, to me, it's like a movie that shouldn't exist. When I watch it and I see, I, I can just see dollar signs everywhere, right? <laughs> and I'm like, man, this is not like this big action movie that people are thinking this is. And, no, it's, it's easy know. to forget that Planet of the Apes exists. It's so good. It really that new, that trilogy as it exists now is this out of nowhere, unassuming, amazing piece of cinema. Yeah, and it's people don't think of it right away because of the blockbusters of Marvel and yeah, just the the, the Fast and the Furious, the blockbusters that exist. It's easy to forget that oh yeah, Planet of the Apes is a thing, it's, which is great. Which is what they really would. That's why they thrive because yeah. there's no meddling from audience expectations or studio expectations it's it's just amazing i just i still can't believe this movie this was the movie that got made because what i walked in there expecting Mm -hmm. was a much worse movie even though it probably would have been a good movie it wasn't this amazing experience that i thought i got from war of the planet of the apes yeah i i am still just like you know just sitting here talking to you about it i'm like lighting up and i'm like like it, it just gets me in a way blockbusters don't get made this way mm-hmm. you know th- these aren't the kind of movies that they put all this money on I-, I don't know what their budget was but i know that all that cg is just expensive yeah. and but they it's worth it it's so, so worth it. good the, the, the yeah that that's certainly gonna make it on ben and i's list for the 10 of the year unless oh. unless there's a fluke but i'm 
I can pretty much guarantee it'll end up on our top 10 for the year. It's definitely like my top five already yeah. of the year, and I've seen Dunkirk. So, <laughs> Well, did you see uh, anything after World Planets uh, before? So actually before that, I saw Homecoming. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Homecoming. Okay, yeah. We've uh, we've had two podcasts about Homecoming, but okay. if you want to be brief, well, you can just let us know what you thought. Favorite Spider-Man. Okay. Um, uh, I really liked it. It was a lot of fun. I love the twists on like the Mary Jane twists. Yeah. Sorry, spoiler. It's MJ. MJ. Mary Jane's a different character. This is Michelle. Uh, MJ, whatever. Uh, <laughs> that twist was awesome. Uh, yeah. I loved her character. She was probably one of my favorites. There's just a lot of... The thing is, I enjoyed Peter Parker more than I enjoyed Spider-Man mm-hmm. in the film, if that makes sense. No, it makes perfect sense that uh, Tom Holland, as he's written, as he's performed, he finally they finally found that balance yeah. between the character... And Spider-Man. And Spider-Man. Yeah. And uh, it's something that... It, I got a couple of tweets backlash for picking. I still put the Sam Raimi one over the Homecoming one by a by a fraction. But Ben and I, our last episode, discussed Spider Man two thousand two, and Spider Man two two thousand four, and Spider Man Homecoming. We just had a Spider Man cast, yeah. and when we had to rank the Spider Man movies, I put Homecoming at the two spot and Raimi's first one at the one spot. I love Raimi's first film. Yeah. Yeah. But I, really I did get a few it. tweets of people like you idiots. Oh, <laughs> like, Hey, I didn't say I didn't like homecoming. It's, it was just, but then again, I, I did watch homecoming a third time since it's so good. It's really, really good. Uh-huh. And then, uh, so I think that leads us to Dunkirk. Dunkirk. Okay. So I have not seen Dunkirk yet. I know. I know. I've been busy. <laughs> I was at Comic-Con. Yeah. And uh, doing some production stuff. So I didn't have, I haven't had time to go see it yet. I need to see it on the big screen. I know that this is a movie deserving of being seen on the big screen. But with as little spoilers you can possibly offer up, please discuss discuss Dunkirk with us here. So I saw it 70 millimeter, like the... The Nolan experience. As Nolan and God yeah. intended. It was kind of cool, though, because I haven't seen a movie on film in years now. Yeah. So that was awesome, kind of seeing the little, like, blip-blops on it and stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, reminiscing about older times <sighs> together with TC. Yeah, the good old days. Splicing films. <laughs> uh, it was insane. Uh, it just... From the beginning, just biting your nails, intense. Uh, the film is light on story and heavy on emotion and feelings. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. It feels more of an experience. That's what I've heard. I've heard that it's a movie of moments, yeah. which that seems weird to say because aren't all movies just a movie or just a collection of moments? But Isn't life just a collection of true. moments? It's true. We're all just living one moment after another there, Steve. <laughs> this is a moment. Let's let's be in this moment together. Touch, touch my hand. Moment's over. Go away. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh yeah, it's it's it, there. There's not a ton of dialogue or anything. I can see why there's people that are walking out of it like that's stupid. <laughs> uh, it's not stupid. It's really good and yeah, yeah. It's quickly become one of my favorite of his films. And well, you you had we, asked me we, before we started. We made a list. What's what is our Nolan list now? The, anyone who's listened to this podcast know that Ben and I are huge fanboys for Christopher Nolan. Uh, having a conversation with another friend. Ben is the bigger Nolan fan. If we really had to fight for it, I think Ben is a bigger Nolan fan than I. Not to say I'm not a huge Nolan fan. Fan. I love Nolan. Boy. He's yeah. This guy's. I a, go. All, ah! <laughs> <laughs> the man has made ten feature films, and he's in his career, and he's one of the biggest. And names. none of them are bad. No. I don't think any of them no, are bad. No. He is, he he has not made a bad film. He's made films that are better than others. Definitely. 
But and it's just a matter of... I've written papers better than others. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> where does Dunkirk fit in your Nolan list? Like, where do you place right. it? So, now, uh, it's actually... I think I put it at number four. Number four. Okay, so what is... What's your number one? So, numero uno. I'm a biased Batman fan. <laughs> and I don't give a shit. Yeah. It's the Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Uh what was your number one on your list? Oh, you're gonna make it, we're gonna go back and forth on yeah, this. Yeah, let's go back and forth. <laughs> Dark Knight's my yeah, number one yeah, as well. It Dark Knight changed cinema, changed it, every, everything about superhero films and Batman and just how cinema is approached. Yeah, was changed by the Dark Knight. And I know I'm gonna probably get some backlash, but to me, it's like a perfect film. I always say when people the, complain about his voice, I say, well, if that's your only complaint. That's a perfect film. Yeah. <laughs> I, and I, I don't mind the voice at all. I'm it's, like, it's also too long. Uh, no! That's, that, 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 Give me that, more! Is that also a bad thing? <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, the voice is... I've always felt the pacing in that film is just so, like, it's dead on. It's yeah. just, you know, little talk, talk, boom, boom, and then talk, talk, boom, boom. Uh, so, yeah. So, what's your, what's your number two? Number two is Memento, actually. Mm, okay, cool. Um... I, I really like Memento. I, I haven't seen it in a while, mm-hmm. but it's just every time I watch that film, I'm like, oh shit. <laughs> oh fuck. Yeah, the, shit gets deeper. Uh, like, I, I don't have Memento as high. My number two is Batman Begins because, as much as I'm crediting um, uh, the, the Dark Knight for affecting cinema as a whole, Batman Begins was really the one that the gritty reboot. Like Mr. Raz Al Ghul. Yeah, that's a. Uh, and that was especially coming off of Batman and Robin. <laughs> like, oh, it yeah. Was, it was everything that that movie worked like it did. So um, don't get me wrong. I love Batman yeah, Begins. Yeah, that's fine. Uh, you have your list. Lower, I have mine. Lower on my list. Yeah. Uh, not uh, much lower. What's your number three? Inception. Inception, okay. Mine is Prestige. Okay. Prestige wow. is one of the only movies. That and that's the 2009 Star Trek and um, The Departed are the only three movies that I've watched in a theater Immediately got up, got a third, another ticket, and watched it again. Oh wow! Those like when Prestige ended, I when I, I like I gotta watch it again right now. I've never done that. Yeah, and I did it with Star Trek because I'm in it, so <laughs> that's why I did that. <laughs> and uh, D- Departed was the other one where I was like, I need to watch it again right now. But Prestige is, in, it's just an incredible film. And he did that after Batman Begins, so the. Okay, what's well, this? Well, get, get to another Batman movie. We don't need to see your 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 ego piece. Uh, okay, and it's uh, it's Wolverine and Batman versus each other. Yeah, holy cow, that movie's amazing. That movie is really fucking good. Yeah, I yeah. really like the Prestige. Now you had Dunkirk as your number four. Dunkirk is number Inception four. was your number three. Inception's my number four. So, so Inception, Inception. I mean, yeah. What can you say? It's so good. It's I'll, become a a, a verb. You've incepted yeah. my mind. Yeah, I totally use it. The Inception horns. Bah. Incepted you. Bah. <laughs> the that film just has so many crazy things going on, and it all works for me. Yeah, it always. I, I never got confused. I've totally seen it with people that are. What's I don't going fucking on? Fucking understand I, this from day one when people are like, "Was it a dream or not a dream? What is the top? Does the top fall over? Is it spinning? It wobbles." And from the very first time I saw it walking out of the theater, I'm like, it doesn't matter. That's right. not the point. It doesn't. But 
I like I, I was we were talking about Game of Thrones before yes, we got yeah, on yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. I love theory theorizing this stuff. <laughs> and uh I loved like the hunt, like, oh, he's not wearing the wedding ring. That's his totem. That's actually his totem. Yeah. And this top is her totem and oh my god. Bum, bum, bum. And it's Wah. not a dream. Wah. <laughs> but the action scenes, I, we had conversations about this, like, oh, dude, he could totally make, like, a James Bond movie. Oh, yeah. And I still want that to happen. Christopher Nolan, James care. Bond, yes. Don't give me another freaking Daniel Craig James Bond. Uh, that's news from last week. Uh, uh-huh. One, two, three, four. What's your five? Five was Batman Begins. Batman Begins. Five for me is Memento, um, which, uh, not to put it so low on the list, because... After that, we you might be surprised where other things end up. But um, oh, and uh, I, another reason I like Memento, Guy Pierce, what a beast! Yeah, that guy never gets his due. I feel like <laughs> I, I, I've said it before. I don't know if I've said it on the podcast, but Guy Pierce had the unfortunate circumstances of trying to rise in his career at the same time Brad Pitt was rising mm-hmm. in his career, mm-hmm. and I would almost I would bet good money that those two kept going up for the same roles, and Brad Pitt's just a more handsome guy. They they came around the same time. I really feel like... I like, like Brad Pitt, but Guy yeah. Pierce is the better actor, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I, well, Guy Pierce has more to... I think more range, more yeah. to offer. more chops. Yeah, I like Brad Pitt, too. Snatch yeah. is, um, oh, yeah. is he, amazing, yeah. And he has range. Yeah, yeah. but yeah, Guy Pierce. <laughs> yeah, Guy and Pierce. Joey Pants and mm-hmm. uh, Carrie Ann Moss. Yeah. Like, Memento's a friggin' good movie. So good. Uh, what's your number? Let's one, two, three, four. When five. I watched uh, Memento, I kept yelling, "Why, Trinity? Why? <laughs> Why are you doing this? <laughs> Why?" Uh, what's your number six? Uh, number six was Interstellar. Interstellar. Actually, I have, I have The Dark Knight Rises as my number six. I know people hate, really rag on that movie, and I was just recommending me one of them. I was just recommending Wisecrack to you, the YouTube channel Wisecrack, which I'm now recommending to all the listeners out here. They have a series that they've been doing recently called What Went Wrong. And they have a What Went Wrong with The Dark Knight Rises, which is really compelling, uh, and why that movie, where the movie succeeds and where it fails, and why it fails and why it succeeds. So I definitely recommend that because like The Dark Knight that. Rises had to do its own thing while also dealing with the consequences of The Dark Knights, and that was too much in one film. And However, there are still so many really, really great moments in the dark knight rises oh as much as i shit all over and bag on it like it's still one of the best batman movies ever made yeah. still one of the best comic book movies <laughs> still better than batman know? versus superman that's yeah. damn sure it's just it's hard to come from the high that was dark the oh, dark yeah. night there, there was, and i built up my own expectations of what that's I your fault should, that's your it, fault it is my fault <laughs> but i could have helped nolan we could have done this together come on man <laughs> Um, I just want to be friends. What? Uh, let's see. That was number one, two, three, four, five, six. And number seven. Uh, the Prestige. The Prestige. You had the Prestige way down there. I have Insomnia, which is we had, Insomnia we had done as a rewatch. Oh, you really don't like Interstellar? Ago. Yeah, I put Interstellar. <laughs> Interstellar is is my number eight. The next one. So number eight is Interstellar. It's not that I don't like Interstellar. I just, well, I, just I would I would watch legacy. everything else before I'd watch Interstellar again. How many times have you watched Interstellar? Probably two two times at least. I'm I think two or th- maybe a third time. I've found I walked out of Interstellar, and I thought there was a lot of good stuff in that movie, but mm-hmm. I was not blown away. And that was after my brother telling me, like, "It's the greatest movie of all time, man." So preconceived. And, I wish I lived in a vacuum and I could just watch movies without uh, any any information. I walked out of there like that was all right. Yeah, and that film. 
with subsequent watches and i like to watch it before bed because it's kind of slow and mm-hmm. hans zimmer's score is great yeah space yeah. you know so good uh but it's it's better every single time every mm-hmm. single time i watch it it just gets better and better and better that's all so, of his movies i feel feel that so, way that's why I, I grew to appreciate insomnia after multiple viewings because of the nuances in Robin Williams' performance and even Hilary Swank and that's the only one he and, didn't write though, uh, well, right? Um, it's a, it's an adaptation of a Swedish film. It's a remake. Yeah, Insomnia is so. You had Insomnia yeah. for that was my number eight. What was yours? Number eight. It was so my uh, was the Prestige, right? It was Prestige. Yeah. No, no, no. Dark Knight Rises. Dark Knight Rises. Is your the second to okay. last. Yeah. And uh, and then yeah, Dunk. We, we're what's right. your last on the list? Because Insomnia, you, Insomnia have, was my last. And you haven't seen the following, so it's not. On yeah, that. I don't. I, we both haven't seen that. Right? You should find it. I've seen it. It's good. Oh, okay. Yeah. I need to watch it. It's cool. Uh, it's cool. I it's, would like it's, to. It's you, short, right? It's pretty short. Yeah, it's a it's feature length, but uh, you'll see everything that Nolan is still doing to this day started there. You can mm-hmm. watch it and go, oh, there's it. Oh, that's where. It's uh, it's good stuff. I'm really excited to see Dunkirk. I know I'm gonna love it. Yeah, uh, Dunkirk was fantastic. One thing I, I I feel like I've been ignoring about Dunkirk is I think it's his best shot film. Like, oh, okay. So a lot of the camera was stuff. Wally Pfister his DP again? No, it was some guy, some like okay. German name. Yeah, okay, yeah. Then I her song. You know, it wasn't that's, him. That's not him. He's a director. <laughs> yeah, but it was some random name. I I was surprised it wasn't Wally hmm. Pfister. It still has that kind of Nolan. Everything's kind of blue color. Yeah. You know, but uh, it, it's beautifully shot, man. And like I would say, ninety percent of the film was seventy millimeter. It had that. <sighs> expanded it did like have some 35 millimeter shots mm-hmm. um and uh it's just there's so many good shots in that film like the whole time i'm just like this is beautiful it, i would ever looked so nice christopher nolan for the most part makes films that need to be seen on the big screen yeah and not a lot of movies exist in that realm that they're they're when you, I think of like Lord of the Rings yeah. or even Star Wars, those mm-hmm. are movies that you need to see in the big screen. Totally, Gravity is a good example. Oh, like I, oh I yeah. See, I hear people like, "Oh, finally watched that Gravity movie. I didn't see what the big deal was." I'm like, "You didn't see that movie how it was supposed to be watched." I'm gonna give you a movie that I hate since I didn't after I've seen it on a normal screen. What's Avatar. That? Oh yeah, when I saw Avatar IMAX 3D. I was like, "Oh my god, this is this is the future." <laughs> and then you shit. watched it at home, and you're like, "Wait, like, this is a bad, this is a bad movie." <laughs> <laughs> That's oftentimes there'll be movies that come out, and I think, "Why would I? Why bother watching this on the big screen? Why do I need to see the big sick on the big screen?" Yeah. Other than I want to support that style of film being made, for the most part. There's nothing about that film that demands you see it on the big screen. True. Not at all. Going to do it anyways. But right, of course. Got to support Kamal. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Dunkirk. I'll, I will probably see it in the next couple weeks, next the, week or so. The other thing about Dunkirk was I think it's Hans Zimmer's most, uh, mm-hmm. not his like greatest store, score or like, memorable, but it enhanced the film. I, I wish I could tell you more specifics, but there are scenes that – that score just goes goes fucking places <laughs> and it adds the film like teeters between survivor like story mm-hmm. war like survivor film like thriller 
war film, and it gets these like really horror elements. War is hell. Like or so I've heard. And it's it's really brought on by Hans Zimmer's score. I think. Okay. It really. I thought it added to those moments. Well, I I, so. I feel Hans Zimmer is a character in a lot of Nolan's films. Interstellar. Totally. Hans Zimmer's score is a is a is totally. such an important presence of making that movie what it is. Um, the the Dark Knights and the Dark Knight Rises have two very different scores to them mm-hmm. that play to the themes and the characterization of chaos. Yeah, and um, uh, in- Inception as well, like mm-hmm. the music, the horns, even even the <laughs> horns. You, you surely know this. If you don't, uh, maybe those listening haven't heard this. The the Inception, wong, yeah, wong, right. That is a slowed down version of the opera piece that wakes that's the kick i didn't know that actually i did not know that it's that song slowed down 100 percent or however much percent to create because every level of the dreams you go in time is longer yeah so the inception horns it's the kick song I didn't know that. That's yeah. awesome. Yeah, isn't that amazing? I love it. <laughs> That's the genius of Hans Zimmer. Right I, there. When I was watching like the special features for how he created like the Jokers, like mm-hmm. and it's like he did all this like weird shit, <laughs> took glass to things, like, punched children. <sighs> That's awesome. Uh, well, yeah. the next next time I record, hopefully I'll be able to give some feedback. About yeah, I, I can't wait to talk I know to ben you about it. it. I, know. I, I really loved it. I it's really high on my list. <laughs> uh, I think number right now. It's in great company. Yes. <laughs> what a what an amazing library. I really had my doubts when I saw Nolan was doing a World War II movie. It's just one of those areas, one of those genres, like, really, we're going to, all right, I guess, let's see what you do with it. And to, to hear the critical response being so yeah, praising of his work it's, it's really... and the understanding of why people might not like it is interesting. You don't get yeah. that a lot. Yeah. When people hate a movie, they might not be able to explain it eloquently enough. But to, to criticize a film and be like, it's this, but I understand why people like it. Or, I like it, but I understand why people don't like it. That's yeah. that's pretty great criticism right there. Yeah. Um, it's, it's, it's definitely not for everyone. Yeah. I, I can tell you that. I, I'm waiting to hear my brothers call me on Friday. <laughs> they're going to go watch it. They're out in like Florida or whatever, and they're going to call me. I can't wait to hear what they say. They're either going to be like, it was so good, or... What the fuck were you talking about? <laughs> it's terrible. See, and it's that divide in cinema that leads us to discussing the Justice League. That is a segue. <laughs> All right, so let's let's set Nolan aside for we now. We were just talking about really good Batman. Yeah, and now we're going to talk about a questionable Batman here. So yeah. we let's dive into San Diego Comic Con here. The I sent you a list of of some stuff to watch. So the first one I want to discuss is the Justice League. Justice League. Now, uh, if you've read articles online or if maybe you've caught some of the videos that people were able to film at the panel, that's fine. Let me give you a little rundown of of the events. Um, ben Affleck, uh, Ezra Miller, Jason Momoa, Gal Gadot, and I'm sorry, but the guy who plays Cyborg. I'm sorry, I don't know your name. Yeah. They were there, and... The very first, they come out on stage before any question could be asked, before anyone could do anything. Uh, Chris Hardwick's like, Ben, for two days there's been a rumor that you're not Batman anymore. Please address this. Just point blank. I was glad they addressed that. Yeah, yeah. And and Ben's response was like, I, this, is, this is bull. I don't know where this rumor got started. 
I'm Batman. I'm and to work with uh, this director, uh, Matt, Reeves. Matt Reeves. He said he would dress up as in a monkey, yeah. as a monkey or whatever yeah. for him like, to no to work with this director. How many people get to say I am Batman? This is a dream come true. I'm not passing up this role. Yeah, which is both uh, relieving and potentially a really well practiced speech that he was paid to say. So depending <laughs> on if you're a cynic or an optimist, Ben's response was. No, I, did it I, seem genuine to you? Yeah, yeah, I, I, it did seem genuine. But I've never it, taken him as like a guy who just bullshits. No, either. Like, uh, although Sad Affleck proves that he's willing to sit there and bullshit at a press junket and then be miserable about it. I think Ben Affleck is a grump, <laughs> is a grumpy guy. I, I know he he has dealt with addiction. He has gone to rehab twice: once for gambling, once for alcohol. He's had his public breakup and divorce and separation and reconnection and possible another separation with Jennifer Garner and his children. And to, to be in the public eye like he is, it's it can't be easy. Yeah. It can't be easy for anyone who is a celebrity to exist in that world of celebrity and to constantly not being able to pursue what he wants to pursue. He wants to do things like Argo and The Town and Gone Baby Gone and Live By Night. I didn't but see people that. just want to... Talk about Batman. People, people hey, hey, fun about your little projects. Let's talk about this. And that's yeah. got to be frustrating. Oh, yeah. Um, so I don't I don't blame him for being a grump. And honestly, for the sake of the DC Cinematic Universe, he needs to stay. If if he goes and they try to replace him or he leaves unceremoniously. Yeah, that was the rumor going around, right? Yeah, Is they're going to like get Nightwing or something. That or... that rumor has been going around for months now. That Army Hammer is going to come in. They're going to they're going to do a passing of the baton and and Army Hammer would be Nightwing and that that rumor has been existing. Army Hammer from... would not be a good Nightwing. He was almost Batman in George Miller's Batman. I know. That was bad casting. <laughs> Cuz Army Hammer is Army Hammer. He's whatever. Uh, but the the simple fact is that this universe is already um, we're already walking on eggshells. They've made way more missteps than than actual adva- like good things. Flashes doesn't have a director again. They've pushed the date of it again. Man of Steel two has been pushed to make room for Wonder Woman two. Like they, it's a mess over there. They cannot get their shit together. They have the success of Wonder Woman. And they need to figure out how to make that the tentpole. Let Patty Jenkins run this universe. Let Gal Gadot be your Robert Downey Jr. And she is my queen. Like I mean, whatever Gal wants me to do, I'm gonna do. She's Ew. incredible. I don't know if you've seen interviews of her or just she's she honors and loves the fact that she is who she is in the position that she is. Yeah, it is not lost on her. I, I look at someone like Henry Cavill, who should be that way, and he's like, yeah, it's great money. I get to spend all my money on my friends, and it's really exciting. Like, you know, I mean, cool. I love acting, acting, whatever, but I love acting because I get so much money. That is not the attitude of someone who should be Superman. Superman. I'm, I'm sorry, but that I get what he's saying. Believe me, if I had lots of money, I would blow it on my friends as well. So I don't great. blame him for feeling that way but that's not the attitude of someone who should be in that suit no that, not at all that it is such an important iconic pop culturally significant role to give it to someone who's a pretty face who is just doing it because of the paycheck and isn't honoring what that role means there's a hundred there's countless other people who could play that role better than him with more respect than him brendan ralph brandon ralph 
So <laughs> let's let's talk about the trailer. Did you, you saw the trailer? I did see the trailer. So the, in the trailer, you hear Bruce Wayne, you hear uh, Ben Affleck saying like, he was a, he was a, a beacon of hope, and he was he was a, he was a, he brought joy. And, and you know, I'm paraphrasing, but he's talking about yeah. Superman, right? Yeah. When that's happening, I turn to my buddy, who I was, uh, my buddy Cliff, and I'm like, wow, it's really nice of them to acknowledge Brandon Routh's Superman, <laughs> isn't it? I mean, because they're not talking about Henry Cavill's no. Superman. You show, and, and Cliff is like, oh, come on, come on. They, he was a beacon of hope. When? I didn't yeah. even see the guy smile. <laughs> like, he oh, really he, is a terrible Superman. You just say it, and I don't blame it on him, and I blame it on the direction and the yeah. writing, but to we need our Superman to be so gritty. Yeah, Did you all, just do like all star Superman? It's like? the, it's the, uh, the Nolan effect. Like the, it's the learning the wrong lessons from the success of the dark Knight trilogy mm-hmm. and, and thinking like, Oh, gritty, 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 gritty is why it succeeded. Yeah. That yeah. is the only reason that the dark Knight was, that works was for successful. Superman. It's gritty. Yeah. No, it's not. Well, um, shit. What did you think of the trailer? Uh, Man, it's four minutes long too, which is it's, which is crazy. It Gal Gadot, yeah. Oof, God, man, she's every the time the best. She lights up every scene in my heart. She is um, Wonder Woman. She she is, and I loved Wonder Woman. That was a movie I saw. But uh, she's the best part of the trailer. Uh, a lot of like bad CG, a lot of CG that hasn't been finished. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cyborg, like I. F- looks terrible the cg is not working well it's not complete yet you got to give them the benefit of the doubt that they're yeah i said the same thing for batman versus superman and they didn't finish it didn't make it any better still trash so uh uh, it's it's got a lot to it it it's a good trailer i'll admit it's a good cut trailer and if i didn't have all the i think i have too much of that baggage to like fairly judge it uh but well, this is it. This is the Justice League yeah. we're getting. There, there won't be another Justice League. These are the characters. This is the Justice League we're getting. I'm and excited for Jason Momoa to be Aquaman. Oh, he's kind of got that. Just like a bat. He's kind of, cool. kind of got that Thor thing going. Yeah, where he's yeah, like yeah, the yeah. dumb mythological guy, and uh, then you got uh, Gal. Gal, I'm excited. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I'm excited to see more of Ben Affleck Batman. Hopefully, less murder. Murder Batman. Man, Murder Man. Yeah. <laughs> Save uh, Murder Man for Thomas Wayne's Batman when they do Flashpoint. Yeah. Um, and uh, so Ezra Miller, uh, who's playing the Flash, talks a mile a minute. That guy is. Yeah. And I'm gonna keep saying it until uh, someone makes a meme for it. But Ezra Miller looks a lot like Jimmy Fallon. Like oh, they he does. they look a lot like Jimmy Fallon should do something where he With plays him. the Flash. <laughs> they so really do after the uh, I. The Flash is one of my biggest issues, right? It's because I feel like we have a really good Flash on TV. Yeah. And I know you and I have, like, bitched about this for a couple of years now, that these universes should just work together. I, and, honestly, I'm, it's they're better off not combining with the well, Superman Well, yeah, because then they would ruin my uh, TV show. Right. So, <laughs> but to, to be doing Barry Allen's The Flash, the, the origin, doing it all this retreaded ground so soon after the show did it is no different than Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. It's yep. it's the same thing too soon. You can do Barry Allen. You can do that Flash again. Fine, that's, do it, whatever. But the show is such a success now. It's creating such a mark in the mm-hmm. in the, the zeitgeist to, to just retread that gown. Oh, we're going to do it again over here. Do it it seems lazy. It seems like a waste of time. And It is a waste of time. That's why, that's one of the things that made Homecoming great. 
So we didn't have to go through all that. Yes, thank God. You know? <laughs> uh, uh, but but Ezra Miller is a likable guy. I do. Yeah. I do think there's. I, he, I watched him in Perks to be a, a wallflower yeah, or whatever. Uh, and, Fantastic Beast somewhere to find him. The guy's got range. Yeah, He's I, good. I like him. I just don't know if I want him to be my Barry Allen. Yeah. And I fucking hate his suit. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't like. The, I don't uh, like the like all armored up like. Mm-hmm. It looks like a bunch of like bicycle helmets, <laughs> like they were ripping them up to make his armor. Yeah, and it just yeah. it looks silly to me. Um, uh, yeah, I thought Jason I, Momoa's outfit looked really good. I yeah. think Gal's looks really good. I like Batman's. It's a little too textured. I felt the whole mm-hmm. entire time. Here yeah. I am nitpicking super nerdy things. Uh, <laughs> Cyborg is too much CG. Um, well, after the trailer played, they took some questions. Who's and- the bad guy? Uh, Stefan Wolf, the son of Darkseid, but you better believe they're going to plant the seed for Darkseid to be in the sequel or come along at some point. Wait, but didn't we have... Who was in Batman vs. Superman? I believe that was Stefan Wolf that we saw there as well. No, but that was the bad guy? Well, no, I mean, the guy who has the... <laughs> Sorry, I'm like, the no, bad, it's all like a blur. Well, Doomsday and Lex were Doomsday, the bad guys. Doomsday, that's yeah, who yeah, it was. Yeah. Or Doomzad. Yeah. Zad, Zadzday? Doomzad. Zadday. <laughs> He had a sword in the trailer, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't know. It was so, like... It doesn't matter. They it, were trying really hard to, like, we're bringing the band together mm-hmm. in the trailer. And we're cool like Marvel, too. It's like the band you don't want to see get back together. <laughs> it's like, like why, why am I getting... I really liked your solo stuff. <laughs> it's like every once in a while the Wu-Tang Clan gets back together mm-hmm. and makes a shitty album, but then their solo stuff is really fucking good. I didn't need... Just, I didn't need... Uh, I would prefer Audio Slave to have continued to exist as opposed to Rage Against the Machine reforming. <laughs> yes, exactly. So after the trailer ended, uh, people got up to have some questions, and this little boy in this video is available to watch. A little kid goes, um, where's Superman? <laughs> and there's a little uh, response and applause and whatnot, and Jason Momoa goes, hey, kid, I don't know if your parents let you see the last movie, but Superman's dead. <laughs> I heard about this. Which got a good response. It was very like, oh. And then Gal, the, the princess, the, the, the royalty that she is, yeah. said, like, let him kind of like, I, I, listen, I can assure you if you're a fan of Superman, you are going to love what we do in this film. It's the worst kept secret, but we're all just going to keep pretending we don't know. And... You're gonna I mean, the it. trailer hints for it. Yeah, it, the it, end he's of, in all the advertising. Yeah. Like, gee, I wonder what Superman's going to look like in the Justice Ooh. League. Oh, there's this guy. Yeah, <laughs> come on, we, Brandon. Um, I, I wish it was Brandon. Dude, um, I really do. Henry, I, I, Henry Cavill. I will keep going back to it, but fuck, man. Like, Cavill is uh, tweeting out pictures of his costume. Right? Did you? This is one of my favorite news stories to come out of Comic Con uh, the day after. They are so behind schedule and have rescheduled new pickup shooting for the justice league they've spent almost 30 million dollars on reshoots at this point which is the budget of a film jesus they need henry cavill to come in for more filming paramount has him right now for mission impossible 6 they will not let him shave his mustache so warner brothers is going to have to spend cg money to digitally remove his his Tom Selleck from his Superman performance. That is a legit news story. That is not an Onion article. 
because the the schedule was done. They let's they, hope that CG's better. Oh yeah, it's just a weird like <laughs> green black. Yeah. They had finished filming. They had ended their contractual obligation to film. They should just leave right. the mustache. Right, Superman right. went through his. A I phase. think they should digitally put the mustache <laughs> yeah. on in any footage he's not wearing. Yeah. It. <laughs> Have you ever read Invincible, the comic book Invincible? I've read the first big book. Okay. Omni Man is the analog in that universe for Superman. Yeah, and he's yeah, got yeah. the Tom Selleck. That's the kid's dad. The kid's right? dad. Yeah. yeah, he's got the the bushy beard, yeah. the bushy mustache, yeah. just like Caleb. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that kid asked that, and and there's a there's a really cute video after the fact where that kid is in line getting someone got caught on their cell phone of that kid getting a, a poster signed by Jason Momoa, and Momoa leans forward and goes, "Hey, kid." Don't worry, he's a laugh. He's a laugh. Like, <laughs> yeah, Momoa uh, doesn't come off as a, a, a yeah. jerk. <laughs> uh, there's another really funny. great video of this little girl meeting Gal Gadot. Yeah, and I she saw just that. starts crying. Yeah, and Gal was like, "It's okay, we're together now. It's okay." And like, so sweet. Yeah, Gal. that's just, just great. Um, but uh, I want to marry her. I mean, <laughs> oh what? Oh, I. She's my everything. Wonder Woman right now as it stands, is the fluke of the four movies. It was so good. Yeah. It's really it's, good. It's not the greatest movie ever made. No. But it is, we've discussed it on the show, we did our whole review of it, but it it's this, it's, okay, you're on the right track here. You caught some fire. S- stay you on have... this track. And my, and my hope is that all these reshoots are to fix whatever that Snyder did before he stepped away and, and, and add in those that chemistry that made... Uh, Wonder Woman's so good. Give give Gal some more to do. Bring up the the fun aspect of it. And I know a lot of people are on the fence about how they feel about Joss Whedon and stuff, but I mean, I still think the Avengers, the first Avengers, was yeah. one of the best Marvel films, and yeah. that's how you handle multiple characters. Yeah, le, le, can, whatever you might feel about the Marvel Cinematic Universe as a whole, the moments where the camera spins around the Avengers. Right, you know the moment where they're oh, all yeah. posing, they're looking at the Shatari. Yeah, is one of the most incredible, important uh, moments in cinema ever. Totally, that is an achievement like none other. And whether the whatever you think of the film itself, that moment is 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 on a whole different level than anything we've seen from a a lot of films. I'm not oh, yeah. I'm not trying to oversell it here, but. That moment is in, was an impossibility that came to be and forever changed cinema. It's like I was saying with Dark Knight, forever changing cinema. Mm-hmm. The Marvel Cinema. And Joss Whedon was the man who helmed that. Now, you could say Kevin Feige was the one who helmed it and Josh was his lieutenant, but Whedon made that happen. I mean, and so Whedon's great, man. If, I, I love Whedon. Love if the Justice League movie had been greenlit with Whedon from the get-go... I would definitely be more on board than I am. Yeah. Like I mean, I, I'm I'm on board, Steve. I am on board, but I'm wearing my life jacket, okay? Because Don't if worry. this sink, if this ship goes down, I'm prepared, okay? <laughs> I know where the rowboats are on this ship, but I'm on board. I'm ready. You'll to beat do this. the women and children to those boats. No, no, we'll let the women and children first. Uh, that's why I wear the life jacket. I can jump in. Don't but, worry, I've got a, a door big enough for both of us. Thank you. Never let go, Steve. Never I won't. let go. <laughs> I won't. I'll push you off. I mean, I love you. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> Never let go, Shimi. Let's go. What a yeah. You know, James Cameron still says there's not enough room on that door, <laughs> even though like the MythBusters like yeah, tested it and like proved him wrong. Whatever. whatever. Yeah. It's, Fucking James it's, Cameron. It's the fantasy of. Uh, yeah, yeah, the love story, right? Like, yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, 
I'm excited for Joss Whedon's like Batgirl. I like Joss Whedon, so when I heard the news he was on board, I mean, I'm still like really bummed out for the Snyder family. Yes, yeah. The per- you know, personal like stuff aside, the whole we are not whole reason why he had to do the reshoots yes. for them and stuff. That's so completely understood. Super is... sad. Um, but just looking at the film, uh, I'm really happy that he's the one on it, and I hope he can inject some life. Yeah, I, 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 there's not enough. I don't think he's gonna do enough, be able to do enough to save that film. Right. But hopefully, give it a little more pizzazz. More towards something. Wonder Woman. Yeah. And as far away from Batman versus Superman and Suicide Squad. And I want them to just redo all their colors. <laughs> right. God. You could say the same about Marvel. They should recolor their films as well. There's uh, still more color in those movies. Yes. Though. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, man. So Justice League. It comes out in November, and they're still filming. I want it to be really good. Yes, yes. I want it to be good. I want every movie that comes out to be awesome. And These characters are important to me, and I don't want yeah. them ruined. But unfortunately, I really want to get Superman. Yeah. Well, we had one. We did. We had two. There's people that are like, how dare you say Brandon Routh is a good Superman? He's a great Superman. He just wasn't in a great movie. Right. There you go. <laughs> That's uh, why he makes such a good Adam, uh, Ray Palmer. Yeah. Um, Every time I watch him, though, as Ray Palmer, I'm like, fuck, man, you should be Superman. You're, you're Clark Kent. Come on now. Yeah. Come on. What are you fooling? And Put the glasses Reeves, on. Christopher Reeves was amazing. Christopher Reeves was amazing. Yep. He's the he's the, the prototype. Yeah. Um, let's see. Let's let's move on so to uh, uh, now. Next. Um, speaking of a, a, a superhero, a superhero son, I'm trying to find a good segue here. Thor Ragnarok. I'm so excited for this movie. I, from the beginning of the year. Of all the superhero movies coming out, this is the one I've been most looking forward to. As soon as I knew who the director was on Taika this, Waititi. I've been super stoked because yeah. I love his... like From that first trailer. Yeah. Now, the trailer that they released at Comic-Con, I have not watched it. I'm I'm in. Okay, I don't need to see any more. I'm in. Did you watch the trailer? I did. Cool. And we can, we can chat about the film in general. But from the beginning of the year, Logan looked compelling. I was interested. Yep. Wonder Woman... I was like, okay, well, oh, prove let's me hope wrong. for something. Guardians of the Galaxy, that's going to be good. Yeah. Spider-Man, okay, Sony, don't just let Marvel do their thing. But Thor don't Ragnarok, I'm like, up. I want to see this movie. Oh, yeah. And I know that there's people out there criticizing me like, might as well just call it Thor 3, Guardians of the Galaxy That's 3. what my buddy said, and I told him to. It's like, you uh, know what? You know. Shut up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> why, that wasn't as why, nice. Why is that a bad <laughs> thing? Why, yeah. Why... Look, they exist in the same universe. Exactly. They exist out in the universe. We need to bridge the gap between these films so they can all come and together love, in Infinity War. I love the idea that this, like, mythological man is, like, there's, like, space lasers. Yeah. Spaceships. Yeah. He's, like, he's not a god. He's an alien. Like, whatever. Yeah. I I don't even care. I don't even hmm. care. People can criticize the fact that it looks like Someone say he's super. Hmm. What a man. Eh. A super man. <laughs> but it looks... Fun. It looks cool. I yeah. Kate Blanchett is the the mm, villain. Kate Blanchett. Mm. So the they did the Black Panther panel, and they had uh, Ryan Coogler was there and Chadwick Boseman, uh, Michael B. Jordan. Very excited for Black Panther. Yeah, Black Panther looks incredible. He was my favorite part of Civil uh, War. Civil War. Yeah. And, uh, and they they played. Um, they showed some concept art. They played a little clip from the movie. It was. great. But the, they, that's further down the line, so they didn't promote as heavily as Thor, where 
Taiko comes out. Kevin Feige, Chris Hemsworth, Carl Urban's in it. Uh, Kate Blanchett. Carl Urban's in it. Yeah, yeah. Please tell me he's playing Judge Dredd. <laughs> <laughs> so Carl Urban was asked how he got involved, and he said that Taik, uh, the Watiti called him up and said, "Oh man, I'm really sick of all these oh, cr- crappy Aussie accents. I need some real New Zealand accents. Here. Can you come on down, be in, be in the movie for me? So I'm surrounded by someone who knows how to talk." And uh, <laughs> so making fun of all the Aussies because Chris Hemsworth oh, yeah. and, and Kate Blanchett is yeah. also Australian. Right? So they're making fun of the Australians, and then here What's comes with Australians. I don't know. <laughs> Made a joke out of it, and and uh, that's why he's on the set. But uh, um, yeah, really good humor. Kate Blanchett is thrilled to be involved. Like very cool. And they she's so good too. Yeah. She's such a good actress. Um, Do they have Mark Ruffalo there? Mark or? Ruffalo is there. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, I guess that got confirmed for you. For me, when I first watched that first trailer, I was like, mm-hmm. so is that Hulk Hulk, or is that, like, you know, Planet of the Hulks? Is like, it just going to be another alien? That yeah. Like, oh, no, it is. It's, it's it Hulk. Is, it yeah. The, they it confirmed it in the trailer, the too. Hulk. So. Uh, and That's still so good. A friend from work. I know like, him. <laughs> we're friends from work. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> um, the yeah, People criticizing the humor clearly aren't remembering the best parts of Thor 1 and 2, which are the humor. Thank you. I'll have another. another. Yeah. <laughs> and when the friends show up and they're looking in the window, like, yeah. hi. And Thor 2 has some great moments with Darcy and... I don't remember Thor 2 very much. It's might be my least favorite of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I think movies. they're both pretty bad. Uh, hey, that That is why the Marvel Cinematic Universe is so damn good. Every single property they've created is somebody's favorite. Yep. That's incredible the thing is like i love like i I was reading a lot of thor comic books before the thor movie came out and Mm -hmm. i was like i like it like you know i'm super like into yeah death metal and like yeah dude thor and you know uh i i like chris hemsworth and Mm -hmm. but anyways this new (laughs) one it just it's hitting all these buttons for me that i didn't think a thor movie would ever hit yeah you know it's got the comedy which i think really needs to be there like Mm -hmm. Thor shouldn't be this super serious, dark, gritty thing like a certain super guy we know. Um, I think the – the I don't know. There's something about that sci-fi style that I really loved in Guardians of the Galaxy. It's super cool. I, I mean, I, I don't know. Like, it's it's hard for me to explain and, like it's, – um, It is this amazing amalgamation of what has succeeded in the Marvel movies. And you can criticize the Marvel formula. You can say that it's just the same thing over and over again. But you, they don't make bad movies. No, even their even, even their bad movies their worst are still are... good. Yeah, well, hmm. well, I, I, Iron Man two. <laughs> I heard someone. Oh, oh, geez, you're gonna be on two tangents here. Sorry, Iron Man two retroactively is a better movie because of what they've done since. If you go back and watch Iron Man two now, because of everything that's followed, the movie is retroactively better. So maybe, I suggest maybe going I'll back re-watch and it. yeah, I think you'll be surprised. It's just the Ghostbusters ending, like ah. across the streams and. Yeah, <laughs> um, I'm so nitpicky. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, but uh, Ant Man and Doctor Strange, someone pointed out recently, are two huge gambles of films that they made the safest way possible. Doctor Strange and Ant Man could have been way weirder, and probably should have been weirder, and they I would have been better films. Ant Man was great. Though. Yeah, they're good. It's I like liked, I just I said, they, Strange, they don't make. But bad I like Ant Man way better. Yeah, uh, Ant Man had a lot of. Maybe I just like comedy, right? Yeah. <laughs> like I like to laugh, you know. I just want to have a good time. Yeah, it's, it's so hard to ask. Life well, is hard enough. <laughs> well, well. Speaking of, they they showed the Thor trailer, and Kevin Feige's like, "All right, that's it, everyone." Thank so you did for you just co- look away or coming for the panel? 
don't don't look don't look i didn't watch it i didn't watch it yeah um and he's like all right that's it and he goes to leave and chris hemsworth and chadwick boseman and carl they stop him like ah you're not going anywhere and then the play infinity it. play the video and the crowd goes wild and he plays a video but not the infinity war trailer okay he plays a video which i am hoping that they release online last time they did this they did the chris hemsworth with his roommate that uh, was so fucking awesome that was their comic-con exclusive that they eventually released online so my hope is that they release this online we were just discussing ant-man paul rudd and michael pena are on screen <laughs> yes and they do an entire breakdown of everything that's happened in the marvel cinematic universe so far Oh, but like Michael Pena in that character yeah, and Paul Rudd is the character. two of them doing their thing. <laughs> and like, little, little please things, give like, me this. Yeah, it's so like they uh, they say like, oh, uh, uh, so then Tony Stark, he's got a really interesting facial hair like this guy. And they show a picture of Robert Downey Jr. as Chaplin. <laughs> and whenever they talk about James Spader's Ultron, he's voiced by he kind of sounds like this guy. And it's James Spader from 16 Candles. <laughs> And they do uh, just a very funny rattling off the entire cinematic universe up to, like, everything. And then they say, okay, so now you have everything you need to know to play your character. And the camera turns around, and it's Michelle Pfeiffer, who is confirmed to play Janet Van Dyne, the original Wasp, mm-hmm. Hank, Hank Pym's wife yeah. in Ant-Man and the Wasp. So it's Michelle Pfeiffer standing there, like, or sitting there, and she goes, uh, kind of sounds like a sausage fest. <laughs> and then Evangeline Lily leans in and goes, "Yeah, tell me about it. I'm really glad you're here." <laughs> Hel- amazing. I I am I hope 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 they release this online. And uh that video ends and with no break whatsoever, they immediately went into the Infinity War trailer. So it was and that leaked, <sighs> but I by the time I saw it it was Don't don't watch the leak. Just wait. Taken down. Just wait. Like it's worth So is that next summer? Yes, May of next year. Excellent. Right, so I, it's we have uh, Thor comes out in November. November, December, January. February is Black Panther. Fuck yeah. May is Avengers three. Yes. Yeah. So. So. I mean, I I have a few more things to say about Thor, but I really want to know what you think about. Infinity, Infinity War. War. Well, you can talk about Thor. What, what so are... I think one of the things that I, I've been trying to articulate is, you know, I love sci-fi movies, right? Yeah, and yeah. there's not enough good sci-fi movies. And a lot of them just take themselves way too serious. And I think that's what's... I think I'm finally being able to, like, say what I like about this Thor thing is it's, like, silly and just, like, it's going to be fun. A yeah. fun sci-fi movie. <laughs> I mean, the, the whole, like, gladiator in space and just all this stuff just... Seems like a blast, but I'm also going to get this big fat dose of uh, sci-fi, and you know Loki shows up, and we get more of him. Uh, I like I like the look though, because that's the like ultimate uh, Thor look, right? Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. helmet and stuff. Yeah, it yeah, looks yeah, badass. Yeah. Like it's a good costume. Um, there's yeah. something in the trailer that was really gangster looking. I was, I'm not going to spoil it for <laughs> you, but it was like, yes, we're going to see some fucking Thor. Like, he's going to throw down. Man. It's, but it's that sci-fi, that that Guardians of the Galaxy thing that everybody that's complaining about the trailer is complaining about, and it's it seems to me that 
that, I love that universe. In, that, 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 that huge, grand, over-the-top sci-fantasy. Space, space opera, yeah, right? Yeah. That's a, that's, um, Valerian in the City of a Thousand Worlds. Tried to go for. Th- they tried to go for, yeah. Fifth that, Element. I mean, yeah, yeah. all these movies that we've seen, like, one movie from, and we never got more. And to yeah. see, like, Guardians. I, I haven't seen Volume 2. I really want to. But, you know, the first Guardians is still my favorite Marvel film. Yep, and yep. It, it made this awesome sci-fi opera that I want to see more of. And then to see all these other characters, you know, the, the Thor Hulk dynamic, right? Yeah. <laughs> you know, we've seen like little bits and pieces of it in all of the movie, the, that, or the Avengers. That's what that. I want for the future of Marvel is just throw some darts at a board yeah. and we're going to team up this character and this character. It's, I want to see that. It's the Thor and Hulk buddy cop film, dude. Like, this is what I've been wanting. It's nice, guys. Lethal weapon, but with gods, basically. Bring it. Yeah. That's, that's, I think that's what I've been trying to say this whole time. To, and Infinity War is in some very f- trusting hands. I, I trust the Russo brothers, which what they did with what they were able to do to juggle all those characters in Civil War, to, to have James Gunn on board, to, guide these films that Kevin Feige has yet to truly make any terrible missteps in in running this show mm-hmm. he's he is the 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 big ta- he's um the ringmaster of this whole thing Infinity War looks unbelievable it's another one of those things where it's like how does this exist yeah. how is this a thing it's yeah. already the most expensive movie ever made is it? Yeah, it has like more than f- Avatar. Yeah, it's it's, wow. it's it's has like a five hundred million dollar budget. It's the and you know what? And it's not they're gonna make that back. No problem. Oh yeah. There's the, this. The, it's like when Titanic was a huge success. Oh, uh, the most expensive movie ever made was the, was a success. It's like the tallest basketball player being really <laughs> yeah. good at basketball. Yeah. Like oh, <laughs> who would have thought? <laughs> hmm. So Infinity War is going to be huge. Un- uh, I, I'm there. There were some miss opportunities, which I stated in the Spider-Man episode. Like that was an opportunity to have Shield characters show up uh, when the Damage Control people showed up. Yeah, it would have been great to have seen someone from the show. Mm-hmm. And I want to see that true crossover happen. The most we've had is Lady Sif showing up or Nick Fury showing up on Agents of Shield, right? I want or or Peggy Carter having her show, which is very obviously tied to S.H.I.E.L.D. and the Captain America story. But I want to see that genuine crossover from... I want to see Daredevil meet Spider-Man. I want to see Luke Cage meet Drax. Like, give me that full-on crossover. Yeah. There's no reason not to do that. So I'd like to see an Infinity War if if just glimpses of the entire Marvel Cinematic Mm -hmm. Universe. Don't ignore a thing. Just yeah, I mean, Spider-Man and, like, uh, Daredevil should mm. totally, like, run into each other yeah. in the next, like, Spider-Man film. But I don't know if it's, like, some sort of it's, deal. I mean, yeah, it's all run by Marvel, though, right? They're all in one sandbox, right? It's all Marvel. Yeah. but they talk about it all the time on the show, like, the event. The event, yeah, the incident. The event. Yeah. I, I'm not running around with a hammer. I'm flying. Right. And those, those references are... Awesome. Fantastic. Yeah. But I just, I'd love they to never see. They never mention, it never goes the other way, though. Right, like you the know? movies haven't yeah. referenced the Spider-Man shows. never talked about some devil running well, around Hell's yet. Kitchen. And my hope is that in Infinity War, if something were to occur on Earth, we could get, like, 
in a montage of flashes yeah. of images of what's happening somewhere else to see the defenders fighting something, to see Coulson yeah. and the gang fighting yeah. something, even if only in passing, even if it's an, a non-speaking cameo glimpse at these characters. Yeah, just like Daredevil running across like a, a roof or something yeah. you know, would be like just enough for me to be like sated, as long as it's not Danny Rand whining about <sighs> something. I want to make, or someone has to do this if they haven't already, a super cut of how many times his name is said in that one season of show. Oh, my God. Danny Rand. Danny Rand, I am Iron Fist. Danny Rand, I am Iron Fist. Danny Rand, Danny Rand, Danny Rand. <laughs> yeah, I want to see how many times he said Danny Rand. Right. <laughs> did they, so did they play the, the Netflix stuff at that panel, too? No, uh, the Defenders panel was a different panel. Um, I did get to see – I didn't go to that panel, but I did get to – they were signing at the Marvel booth, and I got to go – I just got within 30 yards of the of the defenders, which was kind of cool. They're like, look, there's Charlie Cox and Christian Ritter and Mike Coulter and Finn Jones. <gasps> was uh, Bernthal there? Uh, no, he was not. But the if you saw the sneak peek, Stanley, little Stanley, like... yeah, that was cool. Yeah, I I liked uh, John Bernthal. I think we've yeah. talked about it Looks before. Yeah, like showed up just in time. <laughs> I really liked him. His his version of the Punisher is yep. probably the best. I still there's still part of me that's like Thomas Jane, yeah, dirty laundry baby, yeah. Uh, so did you watch those trailers? Yes. And, yeah, so what yeah. would you think? Uh, oh, I'm excited. Let's the, segue to Defenders. I, I mean, think the Defenders looks looks like a lot of fun. My my, I don't know if it's a worry or a concern exactly, but the the more supernatural element that they're clearly going to have to deal with, yeah, is less interesting to me than Punisher and Daredevil on the streets kicking ass that yeah. the, the luke cage out there in the streets mixing it up yeah the supernatural aspect of it i, tr- I trust them to pull this off i think the, despite the missteps that might have happened in luke cage and the unfortunate missteps of iron fist Ugh. there's i say iron fist is important now because we have the bottom now we know the bottom yeah. that we Ugh. we know where the bottom is we can't go below this line Ugh. um but it looks it looks great. I've been watching some behind the scenes on their fight choreography. Oh, and I would love to know if he got more than a month of training. Yes, this time. Danny Rand. The uh, Finn Jones only had days, sometimes if not hours, to learn a fight scene, and that's why they were filmed so poorly. Yeah. So with defenders, yes, they have much more choreography time, much more prep time. Yeah, because it's easy to kind of just like fucking Finn Jones piece of shit but I mean it wasn't his fault yeah it's not his fault he had to learn kung fu in a month before it started filming and then learn right. the fights you know right before he's gonna do them you know they, they could have cast someone who knows that how to fight that knew how to fight yeah. and <laughs> give me Rama from yeah. uh from Fuck the raid yeah. you be you be iron fist <laughs> yeah dude anytime you know what fine you don't have to be iron fist you can be shang chi we'll get you a different <laughs> kung fu fighting character and just do that dude ah oh, this uh, Missed opportunity there, yeah. but but the, I, I want them to make it work because they've already committed to it, and I like these. Uh, it's only ten episodes, which yeah. is good. The leaner it can be, the better. That's shorter than the normal. Yeah, the season. other ones have been 13? thirteen. Yeah, so they've trimmed it down to ten, which means no room for fluff. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sigourney Weaver, yeah, yes, kidding me. Electra, mm-hmm, back. Um, uh, Colleen's in there. Uh, Misty's in there, mm-hmm. uh, Foggy, everybody. Like the whole. It looks great. Yeah. Uh, hopefully, we don't get a lot of Karen. <laughs> Karen Page. Fucking Karen. <laughs> I, I am excited to see this come to, come together. And in that wishful thinking of like, I want to see so and so with so and so, I think a Luke Cage season two or an Iron Fist season two should be one thing. 
But let's see Luke and Team Iron up. Fist together. A Give me up. Heroes for Hire. Yeah, well, when they first uh, showed that uh, that trailer, the mm-hmm. first trailer, you see Luke Cage and him fighting. Yeah. Like, yeah, like this is going to be great. Yes, please. <laughs> yes. I hope Luke Cage kicks his ass. Um, but I'm super excited. I, and then I, the Punisher TV series is coming as yes, well. Yes, I think I'm actually more excited for the Punisher. We'll see what they do because Punisher works to a degree. And I do trust that the Netflix series is going to do – what they've been doing yeah we know what the bottom is we know what the worst punisher can be so there's a lot of lessons already learned in how to successfully pull this character off what's your worst punisher um it i guess it's it would be the dolph lundgren one because <laughs> i was wondering yeah <laughs> and i don't I think, know I I kinda, think, uh, there's something about that that's a little better than uh ray stevens though ray stevenson <laughs> is a damn fine punisher Ray Stevenson was a great Frank Castle. Yeah, that movie was that movie is horrible. Garbage. Jigsaw, the guy playing Dominic Cooper. No, it's not Dominic Cooper. Whoever plays Jigsaw, it's like, oh, okay. So you, you just think you're Heath Ledger here, huh? Yeah. Is that how they directed you, or did you make this choice? Get out of here. <laughs> just walk away. Bye-bye. Get out of here. I do really appreciate Tom Jane, but that movie also suffers because John Travolta is so bad. <laughs> so bad. But that fight with the uh, the the with Kevin Nash. Oh yeah, great so fight. Good. <laughs> There's a lot of good like but fights. And Barenthal's the but... hands down the best Punisher we've yeah. had. So, um, how do you tell a story that is 13 episodes long about this character and not just make it stale? That's the that's the. I think you got to get into some of the psyche parts of yeah. him. And I, this uh, is a I... this is a place where it would be interesting to see him cross paths with Shield. Mm-hmm. Like there's, they're playing in different arenas because Punisher's obviously going after really grounded. Just he's a man with a gun. There's no supernatural, paranormal, meta, a meta power, meta humans about him. And Shield plays in that space, but finding a way to cross the two would be neat. Have, I'm also cool with them just going down the Max Punisher road. Right, that's fine too. I mean, and we've kind of already started down that road. Why right? not? Yeah. And he's blacksmith in the Max Punisher stuff. Mm, yes. So, yeah. I mean, we're already kind of going there. Yeah, those are really good books. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I like them a lot. Yeah. And, uh, even Violent th- as hell, but. Oh, yeah. But it's kind of what I want. <laughs> <laughs> That's what the Punisher needs to yeah. be. So. Um, but, but not uh, like the silly Ray Stevenson one, right? No, 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 no. Heads no. were exploding. The dude jumps across the, the roofs and gets blown up by the yeah. grand monster. Shit up. Stop it. I trust <laughs> Netflix to, to pull this off. And speaking of trusting Netflix, did you see the Stranger Things season two trailer boy did i yes i cannot fucking wait chilling i honestly and i told Schulze this one of our other rewatchmen everything that happened at all the trailers released this was my favorite one the season two stranger things trailer i I think i have to really i i agree it's so good can we binge watch it together just (laughs) i want to rewatch season one i actually want to rewatch daredevil season one again as well and Jessica Jones. I just want to rewatch everything. But uh that first season season two is there. so damn good. And I was a little nervous. So like, oh, do we want a second season? Like because that first season is so well done. Mm-hmm. And uh I I was gonna have faith. I'm like, all right, we'll see. We'll it's see the it. Duffy brothers, right? Duffer brothers. Duffer yeah. brothers. Then that trailer with Vincent Price's thriller monologue. Oh, oh my yes. god. 
Yeah. The, I think I was sold the moment I saw them in the Ghostbuster outfit. Yeah. Yeah, the, let's the, do oh, it. Yeah, let's yeah, just yeah. do it. Like, Why not? Why yeah, not? No doubts. Um, I, I don't know how much we can say about Stranger Things Season 2 other than how amazing it looks, how wonderful that first season is. If you have not watched this series, please do yourself a favor and check this thing out. It's, it's just a mixture of so many things Stephen I love. King, I mean, 80s Spielberg, uh, which we will segue into in a moment. I was going to say but this is a perfect segue. The, <laughs> even the tropes that you think you know from from this sort of genre that Stranger Things plays in are turned really wonderfully on their head. One of my favorite things they decided to do was redeem Nancy's boyfriend. Yeah. That he is this dickhead he goes through an arc and he realizes like i can't keep doing this i'm an asshole and like even becoming human (laughs) yeah and like having him be the completely out of the know in that finale where he's like what is going on he becomes this doofy sidekick character so well and and it was it there was a charm to the fact that nancy and him worked it out Mm -hmm. and that um, Will's brother doesn't get to get the girl in the end. Yeah. Like, like spoilers, I guess. I just recommended people watching this, and now I'm spoiling <laughs> all this stuff. What happened to Barbara, though? Was it Barbara? This, yeah. Barbara, right? Ba- what happened to Barb? Barb, unfortunately, it must be dead. But wouldn't it... She became this really interesting meme. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Barb, of all characters, became the the breakout favorite. Because she was nice. She did nothing she wrong. She was great. She's in a new movie coming out. I, I can't remember which one it is, but... It's like, oh, there she is. That's what happened to her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it would be neat to see Barb come back in some capacity. I believe they show her dead body oh. in the un- in the the underneath. But that's not to say she couldn't come back possessed or something. I don't know. But... Well, so we haven't seen it in the show yet. The upside down, sorry. Yeah. But we haven't seen it in the show, right? Is it in the trailers? or? No, I think in season one you see Did what we? potentially could be her. I don't remember. Now I, see, let's rewatch. We should it. just rewatch season one. <laughs> rewatch it. I hear it's good. I, I, might be, might be. I, I, I think this uh, season looks great. It looks more horror. Yeah, it does look. Kinda, a, they amped awesome. it up. You gotta yeah. amp it up. Um, I think what I like about the show is I love how original it is and how unoriginal it is right. at the same time. Yeah, the homage is so tight. That yeah. what what they are paying tribute to with Stephen King and an '80s Spielberg mm-hmm. is just perfection yeah um, but then it goes its own way and really does its own thing in ways you don't see in film or tv a lot of it, time it, to think that they didn't uh they couldn't get the show made that netflix put faith in them that man netflix has just changed the world it's <laughs> kicking ass uh, but speaking of 80s spielberg ready player one all right now you've read this i've read the book you're a fan fan yep uh I, think I know not everybody can get through it because of all the... Yeah, now as much as Stranger Things is this 80s nostalgia where it's like, all right, well, okay, I can accept this because there's other things to offer. If you don't like the 80s, you are not going to like Ready Player One, the no. book at least. The movie is probably going to be... Yeah. In It's going to be a... There's going to be changes, obviously. Yeah. There's going to be changes. But as a fan, ooh, man, when I saw that DeLorean so racing... Did you like the book? Yeah, I okay. like the book. I like the book. Because there's like this this divide of people that are like, it tries too hard to be nostalgic. I get it. And I totally get it, and I can I understand why people feel that way because it is it is 
the the guy who wrote it's like there's no way that this could ever exist in a million years so i'm just gonna write it yeah i don't care i have he wears it on his sleeve that it's this this love for the 80s his childhood i'm yeah. sure i mean what he grew up with we, he loves it like when, when spielberg signed up to direct this I, I there was no question like there's no one else who could do this yeah and the guy who wrote it probably crapped himself when he found out that spielberg was gonna do it. he's like oh my god yeah <laughs> In fact, I saw an interview he said, and it might have been on the Ready Player One panel, when I wrote this, and I thought the only way this could ever get made would be if Spielberg did it, but he's not going to do it. Yeah. And then lo and behold. He's doing it. Just the so, first shot of the trailer when Iron Giant shows up. I'm like, oh! Yeah. And is that is that Zelda next to him? I don't know. I can't tell. <laughs> I thought that looked a little Deadpool-y. The, the, Either way, the, the fact that the Iron like, Giant comes walking yeah. on the screen, I'm like, oh! And they got the DeLorean. I was worried they were going to cut the DeLorean. The DeLorean versus he, the Akira motorcycle? Yeah. What? Freddy Krueger getting blown up? Because Spielberg has said, and I'm assuming there has been a ton of cuts of mm-hmm. material, that he wanted to stay away from a lot of the stuff he was involved yeah, in. Yeah, get a mic here. You got oh, a little sorry. away from your mic. Yeah. Sorry. Uh, that he said he wanted to get away from a lot of the stuff that he was involved in that's in the, right, the book. Right. And so I was really worried the DeLorean was going to get cut, but no. it's like a big part of, yeah. you know. <laughs> I mean, there's so much. Dude, li- he's so good. <laughs> there's so much licensing that they won't be able to do. They won't yeah. be able to get the Spider-Man mech. They won't be able to get uh, Firefly. Like they're yeah. the Millennium Falcon. Well, Probably isn't going to show up in Millennium this movie. Millennium Falcon, no, but I, I can see a Firefly working out. Maybe who's, you, who's the studio on this? Fox has the TV rights, Universal has the film rights, and this is a Warner Brothers movie, so that's a lot of negotiating. We'll at least get a lot of Warner Brothers properties. Yeah, uh, like that we Spider-Man, get a Batmobile. Spider-Man could be replaced <laughs> with Batman. Yeah, uh, uh, I I've been worried about this movie since it was announced, mm-hmm. and I'll be honest, Spielberg hasn't wowed me in a while. Oh. No, no, no. I mean, that's, I really I'm still enjoyed, cautious. I'm still cautious. What was the bridge movie with him, Tom Hanks? Um, uh, uh, the Cold War movie? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Really, really it, fucking Bridge good. of Spies. Really good movie. That plane crash? Oh, man. Yikes. <laughs> really good movie. Yeah. But, you know, Lincoln was good. War Horse was, uh... uh it's, it's been a while. Right. Indiana Jones, I mean, that's, that's the last time we're touching anything <sighs> kind of like this with all the nostalgia. And, mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. know, I don't know. It's just... But the trailer, if Spielberg brings his A game, if this is if this is Munich Spielberg, if this is Last Crusade Spielberg, yeah. if this is the if this is the man who truly cares about what he's doing and and pulls out all the stops, who doesn't water down, like I know you're a grandfather, but come on, let's play like a single bachelor again. Yes. Come on, get nuts here. Fucking uh, jump in the water with the robot shark, bro. <laughs> like let's do yes. this. I get the the book itself follows a very standard hero's journey. It's it can play into cliche. I get it. That's fine. But it's it's, it's just fun though. Right, that's the thing. and that's what I want. Give me, give me an adventure film in a world where anything can happen. Yeah, and I love that they did that world of imagination. <laughs> I was so bummed that Gene Wilder won't be able to yeah, be, because that was the rumor. Is he was to play be, the uh, Steve Jobs, Bill Gates yeah. analog, um, uh, Halliday. Halliday, yeah. yeah. Um, and then Seth Rogen's playing playing the Waz, or yeah, Waz, Steve Wozniak, but not Steve Wozniak. The oh, what's his name? Ogin, Odin, Ogin, Ogin, yeah. Og. And Simon Pegg is in it too. Nice. 
Maybe Simon Pegg's playing the uh, Halliday. Well, no, I don't. Uh, Halliday's somebody else. Anyway, this it looks it looks good. It looks like what I would want. I mean, they took like they changed some stuff. Like Wade's not fat this time. Right, I saw you, that was your first comment. I well, saw somebody it. pointed it out to me, and I was like, "Yeah, that's right." What? And there's like this whole thing about him losing weight and stuff. As a fellow fat man, he's like, "Yeah, he's he's a uh, doughy at the beginning, but yeah. then when things go sour, he gets overweight, yeah. and then he you know goes back he into gets fit. give me the Rocky '80s montage, yeah, which we could still get. Yeah, he, he could. well, that's that's the thing, right? It's probably easier to have a skinnier actor get and chubby. then like <laughs> just get him buff like <laughs> at the end but either way it's really not a huge part of it yeah it's just part of that hero journey like the montage right uh, i'm very excited for this i it looks good the trailer looked great um the the stacks looked mm-hmm. perfect mm-hmm. um where he lives with all the mobile homes yeah looks it looks great i i wish there would have been a little more substance to the trailer and not just the Here's a bunch of crazy action clip, clip, stuff. Clip, 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 uh, yeah. Because I understand that can be a, a bad thing. Like, yeah. Oftentimes, if a if a trailer doesn't have anyone speaking long extent like lines, it's like, uh oh, did they not have any good lines to show? But maybe it was just we're just gonna tease you. I think it was totally that. Yeah. I, I imagine the 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 kid playing Wade. I I liked him. Wasn't he in um, Goosebumps? The same guy? Uh, yes, I think so. I, think. I liked him in Goosebumps. I've seen him in other stuff. He's I, cool. I can neither confirm uh, nor deny, and there's no way to find out. Yeah. I'm, <laughs> <laughs> the, it, I'm, I'm cautiously excited. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I really, you know, I hope Spielberg brings his A game. He's jumping into the water with the shark. The, you know, the uh, interesting thing about Comic-Con this year is that it, and I thought it was just me, but then talking to other people that I was there with and other people who went, something felt different. It didn't feel as exciting it didn't even the stuff they revealed with justice league and marvel they were all known quantities yeah there was no bombshells there was no surprises Mm -hmm. like michelle pfeiffer being janet van dyne that was a surprise that was not something that they released at d23 so that was cool but that's minor yeah right and i don't i i think the reason this is happening is that san diego comic-con is is no longer the end-all, be-all of comic book conventions. D23 was just a few weeks mm-hmm. before. Kamikaze, Anime Expo, MonsterCon. Now it's all these very specific niche things have their own conventions in almost a rebuttal to Comic-Con. Yeah. It's like, and, and the fact that Comic-Con is franchised so much now that you have New York, you have Austin, you have Chicago Wizard World, that there's just a glut of conventions now that San Diego itself, the luster and what makes it so special is, is diminishing pretty rapidly. Uh, and there's, there's a very uh, similar conversation going on about video games now. Really? It's the same thing. E3 used to be the end all oh, be all. Oh, right? right. And that's completely changed. You know, you listen to these industry people and I've, I've been to a few E3s and I, I didn't get to go this year, mm. but my buddies that were able to go telling me it's super different. They're like allowing the public in now. It's yeah, overly crowded like Comic Con is. Comic Con is is um, elbow to elbow, yeah. wall to wall, and and companies brought less. Mm-hmm. Like even Same going so thing. far as panels didn't bring their cast, they brought previously recorded footage. Yeah. So it's it's weird. I I, I felt 
disappointed in myself for being disappointed in Comic-Con. Yeah. They're like, this is so special. Why do I feel... Let down. Let down. And it's not that I was disappointed and had a bad time. It's just, just... Expectations are high, and yeah. there's a lot of avenues that things are being released, like I was saying with the video games, right? Like, Sony saves, can save now all their big stuff for PSX that happens every their December Their own convention. Right? Exactly. And we're seeing this continually happening every year now. It's becoming less and less. And maybe that's just the nature of that industry and the way those things are being made. Yeah. You know, you, you get, like, a lot less interesting games. I mean, not to go on a game tangent. No, that's right? fine. <laughs> uh, it's, it's, but, it makes sense. But it, I think you see it's very similar to Hollywood. A lot of the big movies are becoming the known quantity and what you expect. That's what made Planet of the Apes, we were discussing earlier, such a surprise to me is because I thought it was this known quantity. Even though I'd seen the previous films mm-hmm. and they weren't that, I thought we were just going to go down this uh, path of apes just fighting and, you know, that Marvel, like, let's fuck everything up. Like, not in no. a bad way, but... They didn't, they didn't have you know, to. They, they were able to take risks. And if, if you really think about it, I think Marvel might be a lot to blame for some of this. Yeah, it's... You know, it's, because it's, it's all these safe bets that are happening... And we have to look for the big six and the, mm-hmm. you know, the baby drivers, these chances. I mean, baby driver, last year I had no clue about baby driver. It wasn't until it, it like was a, surprise. a few months ago. I'm like, oh, shit. A great got trailer. a new movie. What? I, you know, usually when I see something exciting, I'm always like, TC, did you see this thing? <laughs> and yeah, it's even the, so for the first time ever in all the years I've gone to Comic-Con, I went to Masquerade, which is the, the costume contests uh-huh. where you sit in the audience and the people who make the great great cosplay costumes come out on stage mm-hmm. you perform a little skit and you and voting happens right they have yeah. judges who i bet it was a ton of overwatch characters <laughs> there's only a couple and and the weird thing was that i saw some incredible costumes out there on the floor or out in front with people who don't even have comic-con tickets who just come in costume to walk yeah. around in front i saw a k2so that a guy, a full size, the dude was behind it, walking with it with a headset and a computer to like operate this that's thing. That's awesome. If someone told me that's the one they used in the film, I would have believed it. <laughs> um, they had someone made an Aku who couldn't even get through the door because it was like 20 feet tall, the villain yeah. from Samurai Jack. Yeah. I saw this family of stormtroopers from Force Awakens stormtroopers uh-huh. with Donald Trump wigs and shirts that said, <laughs> make, make the Empire great again. <laughs> and then they had one of the, one of the daughters was a rebel carrying a sign that said resist following them around so clever right they weren't involved in masquerade they didn't the some of the masquerade costumes were amazing there was this ursula costume that this dude Mm -hmm. made i don't know if you saw some photos of it wow this guy this dude made ursula from little mermaid yeah and clearly a fat suit to like and it was Incredible, and he amazing. Lip, yeah, he lip sank to the poor unfortunate souls. It was just <laughs> if that guy didn't win. We so we sat through the thirty nine costumes that went up on stage, and Masquerade is talked about as one of the highlights of San Diego Comic Con. I don't get it, man, because it was it was cool to see these costumes, and people get to perform little skits with their costumes. Some people came out and just posed to music. Some people came out and lip sync like the Poor Unfortunate Souls. Some people came out and played out skits that went on for way too long. They didn't have live sound. They did playback. 
So there were people lip syncing to dialogue that they had previously recorded yeah. on like crummy microphones yeah. and like the voice peaking, like the audio peaking and really lame jokes and like, mm-hmm. oh, you're, you're, you're Prince Philip and Aurora. Oh, now you have lightsabers. Yay. Like someone did the entire game. Cringe. Of, <laughs> someone did Game of Thrones. They had like 15 costumes. Like 15 people came out as an ensemble for Game of Thrones and did the opening song to Al- to Hamilton with Game of Thrones lyrics. Really clever. Great costumes. Those people couldn't sing to save their lives. Oh. <laughs> and not on top of that, they're rapping. And to hear really oh. bad rap, oh, it was... It was and only thing worse than bad singing is worse bad, bad rap. rapping. Yeah. yeah, and then and then in between costumes, it was like the the hosts would, who have been hosting for years now came out and they're like, "Hey, welcome back!" So here we go. We're gonna do and then and then the people who have been coming for a decade, yeah. like boo boo, do the thing, do the thing. You gotta uh, okay, okay. So here we go. Uh, our first costume is number one. Ha ha ha. What? Okay. Yeah. Woo! Like, they had this whole call and response thing that they've been adding to for 15 years. So the introduction to costumes started to take a minute just to get the next person out. And it was so... You ever been involved in an inside joke that you're not involved on the inside joke? Just imagine that with a crowd of 2,000 people or maybe maybe 100 people in the room are inside this joke and Ugh. just controlling the pace of this presentation. It was, And then the, the female host was getting really passive-aggressive with everybody like, hey, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, okay. All right, number three, number three. We're going to keep talking. Okay, yeah, 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 shh, 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 number three. This is fun. This is fun. Remember 15 years ago when we <laughs> stopped at the ha, ha, ha? We should do that again. Don't you think that would be fun? <laughs> and then as soon as she acted, made that that illegitimate request like let's cut it off okay let's do the number ha 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 we're cutting it off there well then half of those people doing it were like boo we're gonna do it anyway and then like started going longer and chanting usa usa oh what the hell so after the 39 costumes we left we did not stick around to see who won this thing we were like that was fun never again i got my merit badge i'm out let's go so, I need a cold shower. I, I, it's past midnight here, folks. Let's 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 tighten this up here. Oh man! And then, then they simulcast simultaneously cast it. We were in the room that they did it in, but they simultaneously simultaneously cast it in three other places in the convention hall, and so outside the convention hall was a food and drink area and picnic tables, and people were watching on this projection screen. There was booze, there was appetizers, people were playing games. I'm yeah. like, I much rather would have been out here. Yeah. <laughs> this looks like way more fun. <laughs> so that was an interesting highlight. I've done it now, and I don't yeah. think I'll ever do it again. Do you want to go to Comic-Con still every year? Yes, but I want to find a different reason to go. Mm-hmm. So I didn't have a lot of money to spend this year, and that took a that was an element that I could go look at stuff I wanted to buy. Yeah, and even the stuff I could buy, I was like, oh, I can get this right now. I would just go on Amazon, and I could find it for even cheaper. Yeah, like oh, fifty percent off a comic book is ten bucks. I can go on Amazon; it's two fifty. Yeah. So it's like, well, now that's not special anymore. Yeah. 
I think, uh, well, the last time I went, I bought a book there, and it was, I only bought it because the artist and the writer were right there. Oh, sign it, yeah. They signed it, and the the artist, like, drew, it was for that uh, book, Chew. Yeah, yeah, great uh, book. He he drew Chew for me in there, Mm -hmm. and it was super cool, and I got to, like, chat with them. That's cool. But otherwise, like, yeah. So a I don't lot have of, to carry it later, too. Right. <laughs> like, I got to see my old friend, Cliff, who I, I, I catch up with him every year. We, we do Comic-Con together. Yeah. Uh, he got me into my first San Diego Comic-Con. Nice. And he lives in Boston now, but he comes for wow. Comic-Con. And it's it's great to hang out with him for the weekend. And yeah. I ran into some other friends. And just being out there in the atmosphere and seeing the effort people put in their costumes, to see moments like that little girl bawling watching yeah. Gal Gadot, like that is so worth it. The best moment of the whole convention. This is this is the best moment of the convention. Yeah. We got into the aero panel before Masquerade. Uh-huh. We got in early so we could get good seats. I haven't caught up on Arrow Flash Legends of Tomorrow Supergirl yet, so I didn't want to go to the panel. But we got in and they best were Best season of Arrow. Just so you know. I'm excited to watch it. We got in as they were finishing the Q and A. And it's it's fun to see those actors up there and they're yeah. all very charming people. Stephen Amell is the Robert Downey Jr. of the DC TV mm-hmm. universe. He is the the leader of that yeah. of those shows. So you, you went up and asked John Diggle to be Green Right, Lantern, I'm like, right? Diggle should be a lantern. Who else agrees here? <laughs> so this little girl comes up to ask a question, and she's wearing a great arrow costume. Yeah. Like, she had to be 11 years old. Ten, yeah. 10, maybe 11. You know, just this little girl in this beautifully designed arrow replica costume and mm-hmm. as soon as she gets up people give her an applause and she's super nervous she and she has this little note card with her question oh. on it so she's <laughs> people are clapping and she's just wide-eyed like hey great costume yeah um do you, do you ever watch do you watch saturday night live at all yeah vanessa bayer has her little jewish boy character that she does on weekend update i don't think i know that it's, one it was just like that anyway uh so this little girl's like my question is for Stephen Amell. As a fighter of cancer, I know that you do your cancer charity every year and you release T-shirts. My question is, are you going to do another charity event? Are you going to do the shirts and where can I get one? Like That was her question. And, I, and I'm, I'm not wording it exactly, yeah. but it was like tear jerking right like fighter of cancer and like the crowd went nuts for her just because this brave little girl yeah and she's not even just asking like this nerdy question yeah she's like and just moving like i'm tearing up even thinking about it yeah and the 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 room calms down and steven's like what what was your name what was your name again i'm sorry i missed it she's like "Uh, my name is sarah and she's like hi sarah thank you that's that's a great costume uh, do um, uh, is this your first time at Comic Con? And she's like, uh, I don't think she was expecting to have to answer questions. Yeah. <laughs> I think she just thought she was going to ask her question, get an answer. But, and he's putting her on the spot, and she's like, um, No, I, I've been, I've been, I think this is my third or fourth year. Oh, okay. Oh, good, good. So you come every year. Yeah, yeah. Are you going to come next year? I hope. I hope so. Okay. I'm going to give you something, and I want you to give it back to me next year. So you, you have to come to this panel next year and give give this back to me, okay? And everyone's just like, oh, my God. The... And he, he takes off this necklace he's wearing. He goes, my, one of my really good friends made this necklace for me. It's an arrow necklace. 
and it's handmade. It's just, and he made it for me. I want to give it to you, and you're gonna come back next year and give it to me, okay? And he jumps off the stage, and the crowd goes wild, and he and he puts it on her, like puts the necklace on her, gives her a little kiss on the cheek, and then sends her on her way, and he jumps back up on the stage, and it was just magical. That was the most superhero. That was just yeah. the bossest. Th- I just couldn't believe. It. I was like, this yeah. is amazing. This beautiful moment of of him doing that for this little girl I, that was the best single best moment of the entire comic-con for me so much feels tc it was amazing that's awesome it was ama- i wish that, i could have seen that yeah like, that, that is I gotta such find a video special moment uh, after after they cleared the room and everyone was leaving i did catch her, her family we're talking to her and she she was just looking at the necklace like in awe of what had just occurred and it was just so special for yeah. her that, that she'll never forget that and the fact that she's fighting cancer like oh that was that was. So she one. has cancer. Yeah, she's oh, okay. she's a, a someone currently fighting cancer. That wasn't clear to me. Yeah. Oh man. And she, yeah, she opened up with as someone who's fighting cancer. Okay. I know you do this charity. How can I get a shirt and whatnot? Like, which just made it. That's why it was such a tearjerker. It wasn't yeah. just that she was asking about a shirt. She's like, as someone who's surviving cancer right now. What can man? You, yeah. Best moment of that. That was wow. the single best, and I'm and we didn't even we got it we caught it on a fluke because we were getting yeah, in there. You didn't early. even want to be there. Yeah. Like, oh, no, I don't want to <laughs> go. Single best moment of Comic Con. Yeah. Hands down. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> That's fucking great. It's moments like that that why this convention and why this should continue yeah. to happen. The Jason Momoa like, making fun of that kid with Superman being yeah. dead, but then telling him he's yeah. alive and it's seeing okay, that little girl guy. crying for Gal Gadot. Yeah. And and that little girl with Stephen Amell. Those. I'm so... I would have killed to have those moments as a kid. <laughs> I'd go have a moment like that yeah. now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I could walk up to Gal Gadot and cry. <laughs> uh, you're a grown man, ah! sir. Security. <laughs> Security. Go! Yeah, there, there were some other things to discuss. I even like sent you the like the Doctor Who Christmas specials coming out. Which, Sorry. It's fine. Yeah. It's fine. Um, we... We had discussed uh, the female Doctor being cast, which, you know, there's still backlash on that. Uh, the Doctor Who Christmas special trailer that they showed, um, the actor who plays Finch from Harry Potter, uh-huh. he played the actor who played the first Doctor in, yeah. a, in a biopic. Really? So, so there was a, a Doctor Who biography film, and in it, they had, uh, they had Finch playing the actor who played the first actor right right so yeah. you get what i'm saying right you're, i'm a dude you're following <laughs> he's just he in the biopic portrayed the actor right in the doctor who christmas special he's going to be in it as the first doctor oh man super meta right there's, there's inception like, yeah, <laughs> which is really neat that he he played in this biopic, the actor who played the first Doctor Who, and now canonically, he's going to play the first Doctor Who. It's awesome. Yeah, it's so great. I mean, so I'm not into Doctor Who or anything. It's cool. You know? It's cool. It's not for everyone. So I mean, but that's still really cool. It's a big deal. This yeah. show, the show's been on for 50 plus years. It's insane. Yeah, the, we got this 13, the 13th. It's not the 13th Doctor because there's been there's been multiple iterations. Cool your jets. She's the 13th person to play this iteration of the Doctor, and it's a woman. Boom. That's really neat. And there's been some backlash for that. Of course. The internet has to be upset hey, about haters, something. Steve, I don't know if you're aware of this, but haters are going to hate. They're going to hate? Hate, hate, hate. Oh. Yeah. Huh. I know. It's it's a surprise. It's, Weird. 
I'm sorry to break this to you. It's kind of oh. like finding out there's no Santa. And Assholes. Yeah, I don't know. It's really weird. You'd think Why? people would be nicer about things. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, that was that was Comic Con. Uh, there's other things to discuss, I guess, but for the most it part, sounds I think, like a good time. I think we. It is a fun time. Despite sounds despite sounds me saying that it wasn't as exciting as previous yeah. years. It's it's like when me and my buddies go to E3, right? Like we we go, we know the lines to try any game is mm-hmm. like five hours long, so we don't really play any games. And <laughs> you know the press conferences, you don't get to go to that; it's media only. And yeah. I'd rather watch that from home, anyways. Right. But just to go hang out with my buddies, be around people that love the the medium that we're there to consume, and, to be in the environment. Yeah. yeah. Uh, my friend Jeff, it was his first time going. I got him. I got him in. For, he just went for the one day, and that was enough for him. Yeah. Uh, Friday night, I showed him the line to Hall H, which is this miles-long line. Yeah. 5,600 seats in that theater, 8,000 people line up. Right, It's insane. It's insane. There's no, I, Candace and I did it once. We slept outside and got in to Hall H for the Avengers 2 year when Batman v Superman was revealed, Mad yeah. Max Fury Road. And it was another one of those merit badges that I got. I don't need another one. Yeah. I won't go to Masquerade again. I'm cool. I'm never going to sit in the Hall H's line ever again. To get no, it sounds awful. Yeah. I yeah. mean. <laughs> worth, it, worth it, but not worth it. <laughs> no. I would not. No, I'm good. Yeah. Uh, but for those of you who might be listening, who know me and would like to maybe go to Comic-Con, let me know. Hit me Hit me up. Send me a tweet at TC's Big Head, or you could message me, private message through Facebook, or if you have my number and you're listening. Hit me up. I I think I've reached a point now where I'd be more willing to try to get someone in as opposed to getting myself in. Yeah. So if you're if you have not experienced Comic Con or it's something you want to try out, I've only gone one time. Uh, I think I'm going to be sending you a message because <laughs> I only got to go once. And I won't make guarantees and I won't make horrible. any promises. But we had a horrible experience. You had a horrible experience. Yeah. It was other than meeting the guys that wrote Chew. Yeah. It's terrible. Uh, the the first year I went, to, I had gone to Chicago Wizard World for years before I moved out here. Mm-hmm. And the first year I got to go to Comic Con, Cliff got me that first badge for one day, and I looked at what the three day passes looked like, and I altered mine to become a three day pass <laughs> so that I could go for all three days. I I counterfeited my Comic Con pass we to get in. We used to do something like that too, or. Um, so we had two buddies with industry passes to E3. Yeah. And so what we do is the – you ever hear the ticket stub trick? Mm. So this is illegal. Do not do this, Do people. not do this. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we, we would never do it again. Wild and crazy kids. This, this is years kids. ago. Yeah. We, we would never, never condone such never. a thing I'm, again. Yeah. I'm a wonderful part of society. Right, right. The um, upstanding individual. Yeah. So you, you buy two tickets and you go in and one person goes out with the two stubs and gets and the stubs yeah. <laughs> and they both walk in so you get three people in or you can keep going Classic. Back that's old school movie theater. We did that with E3. <laughs> well, you cannot get away with counterfeits now because Comic-Con now has like, you have to scan yeah. every time you step through. They gave away they gave away swag bags, right? Uh-huh. Uh, where you, you, you check in with your pass, you scan your badge, they give you a bag that you can carry around. It comes with, like, a, a program and some – it's fewer and fewer items every yeah, year. Yeah, of course. This year it was just a program, oh. the, the map. It used to be, like, free, like, comics and stuff, yeah, right? Yeah. Like, stuff you get on free comic book day. They did have these cool little pins they were giving out, right? And the bags themselves are really neat. There mm-hmm. were, every year there's some really cool bags. The ones that CW had put out for Arrow and Flash and Supergirl were really cool. 
Nice. But the thing is, it's le- you don't know what bag you're going to get. Yeah. They had, uh, like, a Lego Big Bang Theory bag. They had Gotham. They had uh, Black Lightning, the new CW superhero mm-hmm. series that they're doing. Right? And Jeff and I got in line for ours, and I, and I could see the flash bags. And they, I'm like, oh, man, we're in, the, we're in the flash line. This is the flash bag. So they get it. Uh, came with a little green arrow pin, which is awesome. I'll show nice. it to you. Open my bag. It's Lucifer, the TV show Lucifer. I'm like, what? What is that? I, I know it's just a bag, and I, and I wonder if even, I probably would have just ended up in a closet with my other ones. But Lucifer, come on! Jeff, I don't even know this show. Jeff, what'd you get? Lucifer. <laughs> <laughs> Candace got Gotham, so like she did get a pretty cool one bag. winner. Yeah, but I was like, damn it! I want. <laughs> Yeah. I wanted the free stuff to be cooler. I wanted the flash. <laughs> for for got arrow pin, a little idiot. And Jeff got Supergirl, and Candace got Batman. Um, oh, quick, quick little, uh, quick little, little lesson, Steve. Swag. You hear people say all the time, yeah. "It's cool swag." swag. I, I bought, I bought some cool swag. No, you don't buy swag. It's free swag. Because swag is an acronym for stuff we all get. Swag is the free stuff that's given away to people. It's the so stuff we is, all get. Is swagger stuff we all get? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But swag itself is the stuff we all get. It's an acronym, right? So you don't buy swag. And if you if not everyone gets it, then it's not swag. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? So a little, little uh, lesson in, in English. A little <laughs> English lesson there. Word of the day for you. Swag. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, so there we go. I think uh, that's that's Comic Con. I'm I'm I've decompressed. I'm excited to to go again um, in some capacity, but I want to try something different. Candace next year, she did her first costume. Well, no, she had done a costume previously, but this year she built a Predator helmet. Yeah, and she we, was we predi- were taking a look at that predi- before we started. And stuff. Predator on vacation, like yeah. it was a, it was a fun experiment for her to try it out. She's already planning for next year because watching Masquerade, she was like. Oh, I want to do this. I'm a performer. I, I could get up there and put on a good show. Yeah. And even I was like, hmm, if I could come up with a cool cosplay, I would do it. In fact, yeah. the, I have an idea for a cosplay. I want, I want to see someone do this. Because if someone could accomplish this, it would be bananas. I want to see someone Let's see it. Let's do hear it. the Iron Man 2 suitcase costume. Someone in a Tony Stark racing outfit with a briefcase that they can set down stick their hands in and somehow come up and have like put on the Iron Man costume. Honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if it's already done. I would love to see someone do that. But <laughs> so so for next year Candace is that's what her goal is. She's going to go to Comic-Con with the goal of doing some badass cosplay. Yeah. And she's a, she's out there in the in her art space right now making preparing. A, doing she's yeah. already preparing. Practicing. I want to film something because something that shocked me and it, it's not like it's against the rules. I looked. Yeah. I didn't see people. I didn't see hardly anyone. I can think of maybe two occasions I saw people with cameras filming. Mm-hmm. No, and they were probably just interviews and stuff, yeah, right? Yeah, and even the – I didn't even see a, a lot of photographers, which surprised me because there's so many opportunities for photography there. Mm-hmm. There was a, a cosplay um, – people – like photographers showing up and taking cosplay in front of the Marriott where there's a fountain yeah, and it yeah. looks like a jungle. It's, but even there, there was only a few and they looked amateurish. Like mm-hmm. it, someone out there who's a professional photographer is needs to go to Comic Con and capitalize on that. 
This you, could be you, TC. Yeah, it's not going to be me. I want to <laughs> film a short. I want to film a narrative. It'd be fun. At Comic-Con. So next year, that's my goal, is to figure out a way to film a story while I'm there. Didn't uh, they do that movie Paul there? Or? Yeah, Paul went to right. Comic-Con. Yeah. Uh, and, and there's been some websites that have done some Comic-Con stuff. A few years ago, the Princess Rap Battles that uh, you may see on YouTube, mm-hmm. Whitney Avalon, she was involved in. I think it was Nerdist or BuzzFeed did a... Um, uh, uh, a Beauty and the Beast little town. It's a quiet little con. It's full of people. Like they did a, yeah. a play on that, which was really cool. But I didn't see people filming this year, and that surprised me because it's such so ripe with visuals. So, yeah. So that's my goal next year. I want to go and I want to film something. And Candace wants to go and she wants Do to catch. Yeah. So that's that, that's that'll be. Do it. We'll see. People can listening can hold me accountable. Like, don't forget, you said you'd film something. <laughs> I won't forget. TC. Okay. Never forget. forget. Hashtag never forget. I will not forget. Okay. Uh, so anything else you want to talk about before we wrap up uh, our conversation here about San Diego Comic-Con 2017? No. no. I think um, Andy Circus needs a nomination. That's, I'm telling you, folks, <laughs> there needs to be an alternative performance Oscar and the honorary Andy Circus Award. It's <laughs> the only thing lingering from this cast that I can think of is... <sighs> Yes. Andy Serkis, uh, we didn't really talk about his performance, but his performance. For War of the Planet of the Apes, yeah. yeah. He's incredible. Wow. Incredible. Wow. Yeah. He's a better monkey than most monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, folks, for those of you who might have been listening who have any response to what we've said, or if you have any questions or comments, you can throw them in the comments section below wherever you might be listening to this, whether it's on Facebook or Ghost Hats. If you want to tweet at me, you can tweet at me at TC's Big Head. That's also my handle on Instagram. And, of course, go show some support to Ben and the band with no name. He is the El Capitan of his production company. Ew. You can find him on YouTube and Facebook and check out um, their short films and short content, his Life Stories series for NBC. And you can reach him on Twitter and Instagram at Benji Toes. Steve, Instagram, Twitter, you anywhere on there? Nah. No? You should get on there, man. You should get on there. Uh, if you want to throw a comment at Steve, uh, message me and I'll throw it back at him. So. He'll, he'll tell me. <laughs> Unless it's not nice. Yes, then then I will definitely tell you. I want to see some tears. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Cry. <laughs> Don't do it. Cry. <laughs> Steve, I hope I can get you back on again soon. We'll can I actually, get some French cries? We'll actually do a... We'll actually get you on for a legitimate rewatch. With yes. Me, and we'll, we'll, we'll pick him up. This again. is fun, too. Yeah. I just like talking to you. Just shooting the shit. Yeah. Shooting it. All right. Thank you, everyone, for watching. We will be back again soon with a legitimate rewatchman. I am going to be traveling soon, so you may get to see here Schulze on the cast again soon. Or Hello. Chad. Or one of my Midwestern, uh, one of our Midwestern members. Don't you know. Don't you know. <laughs> I am TCD Wit for Ben, for Steve across the table for me, for all the rewatchmen everywhere saying, whatever you're doing out there, whatever your dreams may be, whatever you're pursuing, don't stop. Keep doing what you're doing. Gift keeps on giving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is this I'm feeling? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you want to leave, I'm with yeah. it.